I V M. You are listening to the Signal Daily, brought to you by Front Page Studios. YouTube has some good news for content creators. At its Made on YouTube event, the Google-owned company unveiled a revenue-sharing model for Shorts, its TikTok-like video-sharing service. Essentially, the model will allow advertising on Shorts while giving video creators 45% of the revenue. What does this mean for creators? So earlier, YouTube creators could only earn money if their viewers watched 4,000 hours of their content and if they had at least 1,000 subscribers. But with this new revenue-sharing model, creators can now earn money from their content if they have 1,000 subscribers and 10 million shorts views. YouTube basically wants to surpass competitors like TikTok and Instagram Reels, who use creator funds by incorporating revenue sharing. This also means YouTube's $100 million funds for shorts will now be discontinued. In the grand scheme of things, this is nothing new given YouTube's recent initiatives. In the past, too. YouTube has prioritized creators over users. Speaking of which, YouTube is also developing a new initiative that will enable creators to generate revenue from their long-form videos that feature licensed music. At the event, the company introduced creator music, allowing video creators to use the set music library of well-known and popular songs without losing out on monetization. And if it wasn't obvious, YouTube is clearly trying to woo more content creators to its platform in an effort to compete with other social media sites, especially TikTok. With more than 2 billion active users each month, YouTube seems to be by far the most successful social media platform. However, one can't deny the growing popularity of TikTok. Even the numbers say so. In the second quarter of this year, compared to the same period in 2019, TikTok's average monthly active users grew by 234%. Whereas YouTube's only increased by 29%. Additionally, TikTok has made significant headway with Gen Z users. TikTok has reportedly replaced Google as the preferred search engine among Gen Z users. However, a Pew Research study released in August found that among American teens, YouTube continues to be the most widely used social media site. According to the survey of 1,316 U.S. teenagers. YouTube is used by young people more than other social media platforms like TikTok, Instagram, and Snapchat by about 95% of them. The battle between TikTok and YouTube seems never-ending. Only time will tell if YouTube's strategy to attract content creators was successful or not. For the next few minutes, you are going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business. Policy and anything that leaves you with a food for thought. Hello, I'm Farheen Khan, and this is the deep dive for September 22, 2022. Public movie screenings have returned to Kashmir after three long decades. Two cinema halls were inaugurated by Jammu and Kashmir LG Manoj Sinha in Pulwama and Shopian districts recently on last Sunday, that is 28 September. The valley's first ever multiplex constructed by Inox. With a seating capacity of 560, has also opened in Srinagar with a special screening of Lal Singh Chadda, and there are also plans to open cinema halls in all 10 districts in the Union Territory. The administration has been trying to revive theaters and filmmaking in Kashmir for some time now. Last year, the administration had also launched a film policy 
to promote Kashmir's status as a filmmaking destination. And for a long time, Bollywood had a love affair with Kashmir and its scenic beauty, but cinema halls were one of the earliest casualties of the prolonged conflict in the region. As the Kashmir insurgency grew on ground, certain things that were deemed as un-Islamic by extremist groups like the now-defunct Allah Tigers were banned in 1989. Among them were movie theatres and liquor vents. Reports suggest that there were at least 15 to 19 functional theatres in the valley at that point. But that diktat brought the curtains down on all of Kashmir's cinema halls by January 1990. Grenades were hurled at some movie theatres, others were left abandoned. Some were converted into garrisons for the Indian army or repurposed as commercial centres or hospitals. One of Srinagar's oldest theatres, Palladium Cinema, previously called Kashmir Talkies, was gutted in a fire in 1990. In its glorious days, Palladium, which is now just a heap of rubble, had screened several famous plays and even old Hollywood movies. Up until this period, Kashmir had come to be synonymous with romance in Indian cinema. Think about the countless movies that have been shot amidst the breathtaking landscape in the Himalayan Valley. The stunning scenes from the Dal Lake and his shikaras in Sharmila Tagore's starer Kashmir Ki Kali or the movie Kabhi Kabhi with Amitabh Bachchan and Rakhi that was almost entirely shot in Kashmir. And one can never forget the spectacular backdrop of the tulip gardens in Silsila that became a Bollywood movie cult. Many more films have been shot and continue to be shot in Kashmir, even in the aftermath of the shutdown of theatres. But with cinemas gone, there haven't been any public screenings of any movie for a good 23 years. Several attempts were made to revive cinemas around the late 90s, but they were promptly shut down again due to a low number of moviegoers or militant attacks. But now that theatres have made a comeback, is it enough to restore a semblance of normalcy in Kashmir? That pertinent question still remains since Kashmir's economy took a big hit following the abrogation of Article 370 and the onset of COVID pandemic. The Signal Daily is produced in association with IBM. The episode was written, researched and produced by Shorbari and Manaswini, edited by Venkatanand. Sound was edited and mixed by Ajay Rajput. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are the signal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn and Twitter.